Tonight a mute gloominess consumed the tavern. Musicians with pipes and fiddles normally strutted around the tables, but now the room was so quiet that one could hear the boar's fat hiss in the fireplace. The low conversation of the customers, all men, were dour and filled with morose grumbles. Their jerkins were well-worn and patched, the dye on their tights had faded, Hard eyes shined in their faces like two pieces of flint, and their jowls were slack and tired. Hatred seemed part of the brew they gulped down. Kit and Will wove through the stools and found an empty bench by the fire. "'This place isn't usually so dead,' said Kit in a low voice. Will gave an uneasy look and perched on the edge of the bench. "'Perhaps we should go somewhere else,' he replied." Kit scanned the room, shook his head, then sipped his wine. The liquid wrapped his tongue in a dense blanket of sweetness and fell warmly into his stomach. Will set his tankard on the table without drinking. "'What was it like speaking with the Queen the other day?' he said in a bemused manner. "'Frightening,' Kit replied, "'but exhilarating in the same breath. I imagine so.' How about your new comedy? Is it to be set in courtly circles? No, said Will, shrugging his shoulders. I don't really know much about that side of life. Or why not? Don't have the connections you do. Well, I don't see nearly enough of that life myself, Kit sighed and peered down. God, the day is too short to eke it out in hovels like this. No, it's not so bad. It's just today. No, it's every day. He leaned his elbow on the table, shaking the grease lamp. But not for everyone, of course. Not for people like Thomas Walsingham, who have a nice cushion of wealth, rather than a hard bench to sit on. He raised his tankard and took a deep draught of wine. He drank on an empty stomach and felt the effects of the wine quickly. Afterwards he picked off a lump of spice that had stuck to his front tooth. "'Tell me something,' said Will." Yes. Do you think it's possible for a man to write himself? He waited keenly for Kit's answer. Then words and plays, perhaps. Kit waved his hand around the room, but uh, not in reality. Out here, we don't decide who we are. You've lost me. What do you mean? I mean that in our plays we hold lives, continents, even the whole universe at the point of a quill. In this place, though, we're paupers in debt out to our lug holes. We're just servants to the whims of the public and the fancies of the Queen. Well, I only ask because my plays have trouble getting the same strength of voice that speaks in your work. Well, that's because you try to slip inside other characters. Well, what do you do? I only put myself in one, Kit smiled wisely. The hero. Don't you feel that confines you? Kit's face dropped. He glanced towards the fire, and the boar's fat hissed in the flames. Well, yes, but before he could finish his reply, his eyes floated towards the tavern door. He sat up sharply. Henslow barged into the room with a harried expression. Within seconds he spotted Kit and Will and dashed over to their table, his gut jiggling all the way. He arrived panting and out of breath, Kit jabbed Will with his elbow. Look, said Kit with a malicious smile, he's come to beg an apology. 
Henslow rolled his eyes and regained his breath. Kit, Henslow said faintly, there's something you must do. You, you have to. Uh, say it, Henslow. Your tongue's wagged enough today. No, you don't understand. Henslow pointed towards the window. Uh, outside here, in the street. Kit slammed his tankard on the table. Unless you've some cash for me right now, I'm not interested. Henslow glowered at him. Listen to me, he shouted. Kit and Will exchanged a startled look. Henslow was deadly serious. What? said Kit suspiciously. Well, let me show you, replied Henslow with a pained expression. He started away and beckoned them to follow. Uh, quickly! Kit remained seated, fat dripped from the bore and hissed in the fire. He shrugged his shoulders at Will, totally mystified. Henslow beckoned again. Kit and Will shot to their feet and followed Henslow out of the tavern.